Hey friends, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share about the Messy Success Podcast by my friend Elizabeth Henson. The Messy Success Podcast combines business tips with real life experiences of being a creative entrepreneur. This podcast will leave you feeling confident, but it also normalizes the day-to-day struggles we all experience as business owners. Elizabeth Henson is an expert in community-based marketing. She helps high-performing artists and creatives grow and scale communities so that marketing is easy. She is on a mission to help you get on bigger stages and land your biggest client yet. My favorite recent episode is episode 108, where Elizabeth shares how to diversify your revenue using affiliate marketing in a light and easy way. It is so good. I highly recommend that you check that one out. Make sure that you find Elizabeth's podcast on your favorite podcast player by searching The Messy Success Podcast. All right, now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Call to Both podcast. I'm your host, Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. So let's talk about five ways to make your content instantly more interesting and at the same time make your content creation strategy easier. I feel like content is more time consuming than ever lately. So anything I can do to make this process faster and more effective is what I want in my life. And I'm going to share a few ways that I have found that make this so much better. So to give you a little bit of background on my content creation journey, I've been in business for almost 10 years. And in that time, I've created content very consistently in all sorts of different mediums. I've had a blog from year one in my business in 2013. And in 2017, I started getting very serious about my YouTube channel. Then just last year in 2022, I started a podcast from absolutely nothing and have grown it tremendously over the past year. I've built a YouTube channel to over 57,000 subscribers, a Facebook group to over 10,000 members, and an email list to over 8,000 subscribers simply by the power of content. I've probably paid a collective 20 bucks for Facebook ads in the past years of my business, not because I don't believe in paid marketing, but because I just haven't needed it due to the power of organic content. So when I talk about content, I want you to know that I have walked the walk. I have created it. I have recorded it. I've done it wrong. I have had to start over a million times and I have built this thing and made all the mistakes. And I want to give you some of the tried and true principles that I wish I could go back and just tell myself in year one. So let's start with the goal of our content, especially content as business owners um, who have a product or service that they want to sell. So we want to hold people's attention with our content. First and foremost, we are earning someone's attention. We want them to be engaged with whatever it is that we've created. And we want those right people who are engaging to actually stick with us and eventually maybe do business with us. That is the whole point and the goal when I say content. Now, the amount of times that I have people come up to me and just say that they don't see the point in making content, they are making it, they're being told this is a great idea, you should be making content in your business, but they're finding that no one's actually consuming it 
is very, very, very common. I get told this a lot and I've seen people start and quit YouTube channels, start and quit podcasts, blog for a little bit and then give up. And this can be so discouraging, right? Like we get told, make this content, build it and they will come, right? And that's not quite true. Making quality and compelling content is actually somewhat of an art form. And I wanna share with you my thoughts and a few action items that you can bring to your very next piece of content that you could implement this week if you wanted to. All right, tip number one, use a content writing or an outline template. You need to have a template for the content that you create. You should not be starting from absolutely nothing. And this may sound like it's gonna be way less creative, not original, but all content follows a general framework and really good content will follow this framework. You'll start to see it everywhere when you learn this framework. So it goes like this. You have your hook, your introduction, the core content or the message of that piece of content, a call to action, and an outro. And I create my content outlines and scripts exactly like this inside of Notion. And I leave prompts for myself for this very process. So if you are starting from zero, it's sort of like you're making this more difficult for yourself than it needs to be. And a lot of times you might start with the end in mind. You know that you want to create content that educates your client and leads them closer to a sale for whatever it is that you do. But a lot of times we need to back up a little bit, fill in some of these gaps. Like what is our call to action going to be? How are we going to introduce this? What is the hook? And this really helps me. So by starting with a template, I find that it's just kind of a plug and chug method that actually takes the guesswork out of this and makes it a lot faster. I also like to leave prompts for myself on days when I'm less inspired. Like if the content is just falling really flat, let's say you have an outline, but you're like, this is lame. Nobody's going to care about this, whatever it is, a blog post, a YouTube video, a piece, like a podcast, whatever. I like putting prompts in my outlines and asking myself deeper questions like what is my unique take on this topic or what other content of mine might connect or relate to this topic so these are great interlinking opportunities or ways that you can go one layer deeper and give your unique perspective this is also the only way that I'm going to remember to check all the boxes of doing affiliate linking where I should or creating the proper thumbnails or doing SEO titles and optimization. So creating an outline is just going to make it so much easier for you to make sure that you are being effective and efficient with your content. And by the way, if you want to learn more about affiliate marketing, I have a whole episode here on the podcast about getting started, including a free guide. It is episode four here on the podcast. I'll have it linked up in the show notes. So the second thing that you need to do to make content way faster and also get better engagement is to think about the type of content that you consume. Now, I often overthink content creation because I forget to look at my own behavior and ask myself, like, what do I find interesting or funny here? And just start tracking my own behavior and finding new ways to potentially recreate or find inspiration from those pieces of content that I'm already loving and consuming. This happens to me a lot where I think my content in my videos or like reels is a great example of it is reels. I'm, I come under this false belief that I have to have this like amazing production value to make a reel. 
that like unless I have the right lighting and the right everything needs to be wonderful that it's not worth creating but when I really think about the creators that I like to follow and that I enjoy hearing from that's not the main reason I follow them. I really enjoy the realness of those creators or their insights. Maybe it's their gear recommendations or their software recommendations or just their art in general. So become a student of yourself. How are you consuming content? Because this is really going to help you to understand what you could potentially be creating instead of overthinking and looking at what all the other creators are doing. Just think about how you like to consume content and let that inform the next piece of content that you create. The third thing I want to share with you is that you want to add your own unique insight or story or influence to whatever that piece of content is. Now, I kind of alluded to this a little bit in the template when I told you that I have prompts in my outlines that ask me, what is my unique take on this? Do I have an unconventional opinion? Do I have a personal story or experience as it relates to this topic? I'm digging a little bit into this because when I'm drafting my content, I don't want it to look like they could have just gone to Wikipedia. People are coming to you for a reason and they're very likely coming to you because they want your perspective or your take on the specific subject. So don't hold back on the insights that you can offer your clients and your content readers or listeners, this is what really makes your content richer and feel more layered. This is also a great opportunity for you to share a little bit about who you are, your personal brand, or the story of how your business began. And I think these extra pieces that add depth to content are what make it more compelling because we want to know that there was a human behind it. And those insights are what make it feel more human. Okay, tip number four is become a student of the platform that you're building content on. If it's YouTube, if it's a podcast, if it's Instagram, whatever that platform is, really become a student of it. Do you truly understand the ins and the outs of that platform? The rules of the platform, maybe like air quotes on the rules, maybe there are even unspoken rules of the platform. The more you can understand about user behavior on that platform or what the platform was intended for, the better your content will naturally become. So great example of this is there will be content that is better suited for video because it's super visual and it's a demo or it's a tutorial. And the most effective way for you to get your point across would be video. And I would recommend you put that on YouTube. But there's some content that would perform amazing as a podcast or would be even better just as a written blog post, or maybe you can blend the two. A lot of the time in my business, I am blending the two of these because I know people absorb information differently, but wherever I am, regardless of where I am with that piece of content, I'm going to almost respect the platform that it's on. So a good example of this is I will not be posting the same kind of blog content, long form text, just text on text on text to Instagram. I know that Instagram is more social. It's social media. I'm going to take the same concepts from my blog, but I'm going to adjust it and make it interactive. I'm going to let people vote or share their stories or have little reaction stickers when I put that same content in my story. So the point here is to really start thinking about the medium that you chose and be intentional with the platform that it's on. 
a lot of times that takes away a lot of the guesswork. If you're making a video, you now know that you need a, a microphone, you need a camera, and you need your outline, and maybe something visual to display in that video. So it's really gonna take the guesswork out of your content creation by being a student of the platform that you're on. All right, tip number five is add enrichment content wherever you possibly can. This is images, statistics that will support your point, um, video, background video, good sound effects, anything that you can add in terms of making it a little extra. Now, possible golden nuggets that you can add to your content could be anything from data points, a personal story, screenshots if you're talking about something specific, links to other pieces of content or supporting quotes. Maybe you have a real life application or story, anything that takes that piece of content to the next level. I think this works for so many reasons, but Quite simply, it just makes it more interesting and it's also more likely that someone will stay on the piece of content if you give them more to hang on to. So as you're going and looking at your next piece of content, really be asking yourself if you've followed that core framework for a killer piece of content, if you have added your own personal take on that content or your own story, and if you are abiding by what the platform that you're on is really meant to be doing. I think if you grab these things and you implement them, your content will naturally be easier to make and way more easy to engage with overall. I think content can be so powerful for your business growth. If you haven't built a content marketing strategy, be sure to listen to episode number 33 here on the podcast. I'll have it linked down below. This is an episode where I talk about the steps to take before you dive into how to create this content. Things like choosing your medium or your platform of choice and a few other things to consider before you make that content itself. Again, that is episode 33. So all about content marketing and really taking this a step further. I hope this episode has given you some clarity on content creation, ways to make your content more engaging and impactful, and that you can implement some of this into your content creation strategy. If you have any questions for me, send me a DM on Instagram. I would be happy to hear from you and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave me a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode.